So I said to them, sure you can't drink gravy like that. Oh. I mean, well, ah. you're well known for your um, gravy drinking pot. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> What's the crack? Oh, yes. shit. We've been talking we're, we're about doing a... gravy for the last two weeks. Wow, that's insane. Uh, turns out we forgot to record episodes. Um, it was mostly about gravy. Yeah, we did a whole gravy thing. Uh, yeah. A gravy train. Like, Gravy-themed movies. Really odd. Gravy, it was um, actually really we'll good. We'll give you the list, but it's kind of wasted now. Yeah. Bad taste in my mouth, like bad gravy. Real, it was a real, real, real good stuff, though. Some real groundbreaking yeah. film commentary centered yeah, on yeah. gravy. What's the story, though? This is sure it'll be grand, and we're back. We're doing another episode. Apologies, we've been... Uh, What's your name? Misplaced. For, my name's Owen. Hi. What's my name? Uh, Dan. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Apologies. We have. We know we've been away for a while. Um. You know, life, etc. Shit got in the way. We are good. So today might be. Who knows? We're both very tired. It's the. It's it's been a long week. It's Man, Monday. I've been tired for like half our it's podcast. Monday. I can fake it. Yeah, I just realized. I said it's been a long week, and it's Monday as we are recording. Yeah, this. it <laughs> so is. It's <laughs> Monday. Yeah. It, but look, I mean, to be honest, I'm still like in waiting to go back to work land when it comes to the whole COVID thing. So I'm just like, I don't know what days are anymore. I don't know what months are. To be honest, months are just flying by. I've just been, I'm on day seven of 11 at the minute or something stupid like that. So I'm just very tired. But we might, it depends. This could be a longer episode because we're going to fucking cover a load of shit. We're going to do hit two birds in one stone. Not really. We're going to talk a little bit about Dune off the top. And then, in probably the most incredible display of dichotomy we've ever done on this uh, program, we're going to talk about The Last Airbender. <laughs> I mean, I know it doesn't fit detail. the theme, but I'd love to, <laughs> us to do like a splitting hairs of Dune Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, we could. <coughs> no, I don't even want to think about comparing them. They're just, they just can't be compared. They're, one is... Um, an incredible do, piece of cinematic achievement. Don't and do it! Every time. Stop it! <laughs> yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Nailed it. Never gets old in my brain. So let's... So, I mean, yeah. Let's catch up. What's been going on? It's been like several weeks at this point. Surely there's been some news. Has there been any news? Do you know... Can you remember uh, any news? Any news? I mean, man, literally, like, my brain is so... Not dazzled. What's the word for it when you're... Frazzled? D. Frazzled. It begins to D. Yeah, frazzled. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yes, famous <laughs> D word. Yeah, yeah uh, frazzled. Um, that, to be honest, 9-11 could have happened a few times and I wouldn't have been aware. Um, I, I have personal news and stuff I've done. That's about it. Eternals is out. Oh, it hasn't been getting a is it? nice I can't remember. reaction. Has it? It's the, it is it's out. the it is lowest out. rated... Critic rated Marvel yeah. movie thus far. Yeah. Do I care? That's not really. No. Am I going to not. see it? Yes. I'm probably watching till it comes out on DVD, I'm going, which I'm definitely I'm going to see buy. it, but you know that doesn't mean it's not a stamp of approval for me to go and see a movie or anything. Yeah, it's out. I don't know. It's out. It's getting bad, getting really bad reviews. Um, but the audience score is pretty solid. So yeah, yeah we'll see. Some people um, then point out saying well they're fuck the critics but like you know what sometimes just fuck the people as well like sometimes people I mean, just have a bad they, taste you know, fucking well. an audience audiences are 
like you know the latest fast and the furious movie has a, a very high audience approval rating so it's yeah, yeah it's whatever sure whatever you're into i don't care well rated. the what you know the minions Probably, yeah, that's like a billion dollar franchise. I think, I think it's yeah. probably people do like, like it. can't possibly un- be unpopular with the mass audience, can it? No, probably not. Patty Jenkins' Rogue Squadron has been delayed. Oh. There you go. She's making something called Rogue Squadron. It's a Star she Wars is, yeah, thing. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. It's been delayed. Yes, it's there you go. Pilots from the Rebel. Yeah, it looks awful. Lions. I don't care for it, but it's been delayed. So, positive I mean, news. But didn't they basically say it's just like um what's that? My god, I am frazzled. <laughs> what um what's Tom Cruise? Top gun. Top gun. Top Isn't gun top gun but with like Star Wars people? No idea. That would be good, but it's okay. probably not that. Okay, fair enough. I don't think it'll be as quite as homoerotic as Top Gun was for the Star okay, Wars. Which, to be people. fair, is a big element of um, <laughs> Top Gun. It's the main element of Top Gun. Let's quite let's yeah. be honest. We really, really, yeah. I'm still really annoyed that we didn't get to do back to back Top Gun because the second one got delayed. We should have been doing it like I'm, now. I'm not as annoyed. Um, <laughs> really, that's wild to me. I don't really care yeah. for Top Gun all that much. In a uh, in a in a weird weird IMDb. Well, it's the Hollywood Reporter, but the, a weird title. Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot and Linda Carter are joining the next Wonder Woman. They're already in them. That's not how you write that headline. Gal Gadot <laughs> is Wonder Woman. It. And Linda Carter was in the last movie. <laughs> they're not joining the franchise. They are the franchise. So thanks for that, Hollywood Reporter. For well, this is a whole new reboot that has everyone the same characters coming back. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they're rebooting Wonder Woman with the same cast again. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise same me with, with with DC, yeah. same director. <laughs> it's like fuck it, we're yeah. starting again. <laughs> yeah, so that was fun. All right, so yeah, news has been shit. Nobody cares. Dune came out though. Let's talk about Dune. Dune. Came out. Um, yes. I apologize in advance because I don't know. I even if I was at full speed, I don't think I have the words to properly tell you how impressed I was with Dune. I definitely want us to do an episode on Dune at some stage as a proper dig into it. Yeah, like, no, like because we, yeah. we, we had planned on it. I know we said last time in our last yeah. episode that the next up was going to be Dune. Look, it just, we didn't have, to, it, we ended up, we didn't have time, we couldn't find the time to record or um, we had planned on like covering David Lynch's Dune as part of that as well and going back and watching it. Yeah, things got in the way. I I ended up seeing uh, the new Dune before I went back and watched David Lynch's one, and after watching yeah. the new Dune, I found myself unable to watch David Lynch's Dune. I couldn't yeah. do it. I put it on, yeah. made it twenty minutes in, and I sat there going, "I used to like this for what it was, and now yeah. it looks like I know it was made. It was made in nineteen eighty four, but it looks like to me it was made in nineteen forty two. You know, what's still like the it worst just part it's, that movie for me. Patrick Stewart being like bald, but he grows his side he's got hair. The really long. Side hair, yeah, baby. yeah, boy, he's like, yeah. like no business in the front. <laughs> yeah, it's just the back. like Lynch is doing. Obviously, you know, people still people still do love it. It has a cult kind oh, of yeah. following, whatever. And it's it's not you know there's some things it's to not like. A bad movie. You know, there's some things to like about it. It's very it's very like pulpy to me. It 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 feels like Flash Gordon or something at times. Yeah. Um, and the the problems it had were problems that I think the new Dune knew it might encounter straight off the bat. 
and that's trying mm. to fucking force everything into two hours. So straight away they were like, nah, no, 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 we're gonna do, it no. we're gonna split this up, we're gonna do it in two parts. Let's fucking go, and it's incredible. It's from top to bottom, it's absolutely breathtakingly good. I can't get over it. Yeah, I can't. I cannot yeah, get over I, it. I agree. Um, um oof, I hate. I, you know, what, like sometimes you don't want to say a sentence publicly because maybe somehow your opinion will change. But I remember texting Owen like, like that night or the night after he's watched and he went. You know, I got a Lord of the Rings feeling. Not to say it's like the Lord of the Rings at all, but like in a in that magnitude of this is an experience. Mm. That you know, you can you can say it, Dan. I, I I am taking this as a personal victory, okay? Because I I said, and you we can go back and I'll find the tape. I said on this podcast a co- like a couple of months ago that Dune has the potential to do for for sci-fi and for film what the Lord of the Rings did for fantasy at the time. It could be the same, like, this is a landmark of, holy shit, when did it all change? And I think it is. I think that's what it is. It's fucking wow. Yeah, I think a lot of people who are against this are going to very much soften towards it in a few more years, especially when we start seeing part two. I, um, I, I think one of the main complaints I got from people and seeing family who said... The major issue is that they didn't care about any of the, the characters. And personally, I don't see it as much. Uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, if I start comparing to like Marvel movies where characters are really conflated, they're really big, and you're me- it's, it's almost like, you know, tick by tick. Oh, yeah, I'm meant to care about this character and root for them. Then I guess Dune doesn't have those characters. But what Dune has is these people who work under the heavy pressure of social legacies pushing them into situations and keeping them there. That's that's the big thing. It's the weight of their family histories and what's expected of them and what pushes them. You know, it's it's that. It, and that's that's what I, I think that's a really great sort of character forming. Like it's a, it's it's quite unique to what we normally get like in mainstream cinema. Because mainstream cinema mm-hmm. we usually like are basically told Number my you know paint by numbers. This is the character you're meant to care about and support, and off you go. You know, yeah, not even yeah, then. Definitely. I, I don't think these characters are unlikable. Don't get me wrong; they're a little bit colder than other things we've seen them. But it's certainly like I I, I hate to say, or maybe I love to say it. I really like Jason Momoa in this. Like normally, I I'm just like he's not an actor. He's just a guy. Who no, see, like, like he, he, I was, I was, I was very pleasantly, pleasantly happy. Whatever You're, to yeah. see, to <laughs> see, to see that um, the like, there's like one joke in the whole of Dune. Yeah, like this one, and it's yeah. barely even like a. It's like Jason Moore going, ha ha. It's not really even a funny, funny ha ha no. thing. There's not, there's no slapstick. There's no really. It's not constant humor. Um, which yeah. that. Second, there's some trailer kind of like weird about spitting it. on the ground. Like that, yeah, the there's ground. that. That but that's not even a joke though. That's more like a misunderstanding. No, and uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. There's, I, I remember even that scene I was watching was, was that? Did they intend for that to be a, like a <laughs> hilarious, or or yeah. was it just supposed to be really awkward? I'm not sure. Yeah, but the, well, but there's none of that cool, in it. But, but I think that's why Jason Jason Momoa works in it because he is, he's the one character who has a little bit of like. Yeah, he's he's of... like 
having Hutzpah. fun kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Not that the rest of them, like, it's not, you know, it's not a lifeless movie in, in, yeah. in any sense, but he, it's not. Like, I thought Josh Brolin was funny without telling any jokes. Josh, like, Brolin's, like, Josh Brolin's line delivery in some of it is just yeah. it's just the way he decided to say things Mwah, sometimes. It's just it's great. Like, <laughs> smile. <laughs> I am smiling. Like, <laughs> like those yeah. are good moments, like. And I love how he fought again and he, he, he trained, you know, with... Um, Paul and like pushed him and tried to make a point that you know you have to be tougher but there's obviously a love there as well a care for this kid like everyone seems to be like looking after like the future king so to speak you haven't met the Harkonnens that's also I loved Oscar Isaac and Timothy uh, Chalamet with each other like there was loads of really great father son in this Rebecca yeah, Ferguson is great. Really, I want us to do an episode on this. I read Dave Batista, really good. Like, yeah, he's. Really I I felt. Anger, like. Yeah, he's good. At, he's good with what he has. He he. I don't think he has. Yeah. I don't. He's not in it too much in this one. He doesn't get a whole lot to do. Skellen Stellan Skarsgård as Baron Harkonnen. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is is really good. Again, um, oh, I think they. I think they go um, into the room. Yeah, oh, the, with the poisoning is that? Yeah, it's incredible. That's one yeah, of my favorite like scenes. In, in the fucking, yeah, mm. the I think I think those few that we've mentioned, along with Zendaya's character, will have a lot more in part two. Yeah. To be honest, um, yeah. which I still think I don't know. They like the whole thing that they've said that oh, oh part two was like maybe wasn't going to happen. It was only going to happen if it made money or whatever. I don't think that's really fully true. I don't think a movie that that big i like i don't think you put dune part one at the on the opening title of like it's the first thing that comes up on the screen is dune part one i don't think you put that mm-hmm. there if you're really worried like big time worried that you're not going to get to make part two that would seem it's like interesting. Some people will, yeah some people give an out about length and i I no, don't look. I'll didn't feel it. I look, I, I, look. I, I'll firstly admit. Look, I am a person who watches long things. I, I am accustomed to it. It doesn't bother me. But I swear to God, when I got to the end of the movie, I could have said, "I can wait another three hours here. Watch the second part if you have it. Just pop it." I on legit. There. Yeah, this is. <laughs> I have what? no qual- I'll watch this two-parter. Yeah, in one easily. Go. I, I like because it was. It's what it's like. Little under, just under three hours, I think. And yeah. I genuinely, I knew the end was coming. Like having having read the book, uh, I knew I I figured going in I was like okay they're, they're splitting this into two parts. There's a good point in the story that they could that would make it easy to split. So I I kind of had a feeling I, where the end point was going to be and I knew it was coming up, and I was just like, it got to the end and I was literally looked around and I was like, no there's 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 another three hours right I I will happily I will sit here. Yeah until tomorrow and live in this yeah. until I explode. Yeah. I don't want this to yeah. end. I do not want to leave. I don't want Hans Zimmer's soundtrack to stop beating my heart out of my chest. I don't want to stop staring at Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet. I don't want... I want to see them climb on the back of the fucking sandworm. I want to see the shit. I need it now. But we have to wait. Yeah. We have to wait another two years. But you know, I keep thinking like how there's not... Like how we said, oh, there's not much fun. But there is fun. Even when there's like, oh, this is how you have to walk across the desert. You know, so that you don't get caught by the world. Like, that was fun. Like his son trying to teach his mother how to walk weirdly across sand. Because he think it works. 
Did you get you know? some people are getting creepy vibes from uh Paul and his mother? No, I don't. Yeah, I think that. that's on those people to be quite honest. <laughs> mother Here's and her son. Interesting thing. Um I have seen a few people now give out that the mother um is a bad mother because she lies to Paul a lot. And I'm like She's part of a secret organization that's in control of massive areas of space. She has to lie. She, her order has spent the last 10,000 years actively cultivating yeah. bloodlines to create possibly polytreaties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, She's got I, a I lot mean, riding yeah. on this young man. Yeah. As does oh, okay. I, I, I'm not going to say much more because we'll definitely do an episode on this. I'm sorry, we are. But like even stuff like the sign language by the hand, the secret sign language mm. the mother had. Oh, it's so so good. It's so so uh, good. Also, it's gorgeous. Just utterly gorgeous throughout every single thing. Even just the desert is lovely. But like then the machinery that's in it, and or the different armies and how they look. Mm, just mm. yeah, I think that's this is like. Just like a friend just, of mine said, how, like he's really surprised. Like a friend of mine's really surprised. He said they didn't expect a mo- main a movie to be made in the mainstream like this because and this is not meant to be like a whole oh, hipster mainstream. I love a lot of fucking mainstream movies. Kazi has a history of loving rom-coms on this podcast. This Hell is not yeah, baby, snobby. But but it's true. This is not a mainstream movie, but yet. Has been made for mainstream audiences. Has yeah. a mainstream audience budget. Do is it is it time to say Denis Villeneuve is the best director working today? Is it that time? Can we say it? Can uh, we go there? No, I, I'm. I mean, no, I don't. I don't think I have in, thought about this. I think I can go there. I think I can say it. I think I think I think his last five or six movies, in a row, are Prisoners. Yeah. I'm just having a look at his stuff. Prisoners, yeah. Enemy, Sicario, Arrival, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Love Dude. Arrival. Like yeah, I love Arrival. You weren't a big fan of Blade Runner. He don't miss. But you don't didn't weren't mad about twenty forty nine. Thought it was better than the first one. Yeah, but you visually because I think it's, it's beautiful. But <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous. But so man, man, don't miss. Yeah, he he does very great movies. Um, especially movies that are a bit out there as well. Sicario yeah. is so good. Oh, Sicario should have won Best Picture. I have to watch that. It's so it's so intense. It's incredible. His first those three movies. You could you could nearly actually looking at him now. You could probably split his filmography into two. Like trilogies, if you were selling them as like box sets, you'd divide them into the mm. intense psychopathic trilogy of Prisoners, Enemy, and Sicario, and then the weird experimental sci-fi phase of Arrival, Blade Runner, and Dune. You know, <laughs> that's the sad part, though. Like, I just realized that that kind of thing doesn't really exist because no, it, no, not really. No, I wonder if yeah. ne- like Netflix will start packaging things that way soon. Maybe they will. You never know. Maybe they already have. If you like Google, P- if you go into Netflix and search like I don't know Peter Jackson, do you just get loads of Peter Jackson movies? Uh, yeah, the search result will show you yeah. movies directed by Peter Jackson, but it won't be. I mean, I don't know. Netflix's categories are weird. Some of them are they have like really yeah. odd ones, but they don't show up. You have to like put some of their categories have like if you type in a code, 
like a sequence of numbers, a category yeah, will come up. Like yeah. rom coms from nineteen seventy two, directed by it's all this weird shit. But um, yeah, Netflix is a strange platform that just tries to force like Netflix originals on you all the time. Um, mm. That's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. So look, the I said it earlier. I don't know. I I've thought I've been thinking about Dune since I saw it, and I still don't. I don't really know if Dune is so good. I'm afraid to talk about it because I don't know. I don't think I'm qualified enough to to do it true justice. It's just like man, we were never know, bro. qualified. Yeah, for but anything. that's how much I like Dune. I don't care about this other <laughs> shit. I'm fucking, I'll talk about what a no, no, we are. We're doing this. I I don't care. I'm, I'm putting, about I'm putting my foot down. Whatever. We are doing an episode. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, but like I, I remember like a friend of ours and you. Yeah, because I watched like a day before, I think. Um, we watched, watched it the same something night. Something like that. We saw it the same I night. I definitely watched it before you. You went to an earlier show. Oh, was we watched. Yeah. yeah, we watched it on. Uh, we both like, saw it release day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember our friend Stuart then texted me and said, "Oh my God, we just watched Dune. Dan, please tell us you loved it." <laughs> because I think we were all so. Godsmack that the idea of one of us not liking is like, oh my god, how are we going to continue from this? I think we, I don't think we would have spoken no. afterwards. We would yeah. have had a big falling out if one of us didn't like Dune. Yeah. <laughs> the only, the only, the, the main yeah. thing I would ah. say to people that uh, an issue that I've heard a lot of people bring up is that they, it, it's confusing, especially like the first, yeah, 20 minutes or so. It doesn't like, yeah. there's no real big exposition-y type like info dump stuff there's no opening crawl there's not like it this is the state of the universe this is who this is this is what's happening it throws you in and it bandies about phrases like fucking you know the names of planets and like spice mining and ben jazeret and all this shit and it doesn't really doesn't really ever tell you what those things are and i think if you if you go in if if in the first 15 to 20 minutes you find that too much it you might be kind of out of the movie then you might have to kind of catch up yeah. to what's happening story-wise i, I think if you yeah, if you look my, at dune and don't think this is captivating just visually then maybe you need glasses yeah, yeah. Uh, uh my brother's girlfriend um she was talking about um how she found it very confusing she actually made <laughs> did the whole simpsons meme where it was just like this is absolutely brilliant i have no idea what's going yeah, on. that's. I think that's it for a lot of but, people. Um, like, I'm pretty yeah, sure that said, was great, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I felt like that as well a bit. Uh, but what? Here's the thing, right? So, um, I saw some people complaining that they didn't even explain what the spice does, um, which is weird to me because there's literally a scene and. The, you say it doesn't yeah. give info dump, but I think it does give the, the, all the information you need. To be no, it attention. does if you're. Because yeah, at one stage you talk about how the sand, the the this, how the spice is needed for fast and light travel, and they literally show a giant gate in space where people travel through to get into a solar system. Like that's how they travel, you know. Yeah, that see that one I think is um, as far as I'm aware, the spice is not rocket fuel. It's used. No, it's, it's used by navigators because of the mind bending things yeah. to help them find paths. Yeah, through the, stars the whole idea of um, the um, Dune in general is that 
instead of um, relying on like AI, the big focus on making human brains more and more sophisticated by using drugs and by using surgeries and all this kind of stuff. That's why you, throughout the movie you see some of people say, oh, how how many armies do we need to defeat this? And person's eyes just goes white and they just rattle off a whole huge amount of numbers and come back. Because that's the whole Fear idea of doing is about killer. making... Yeah, but making brains like mm-hmm. more efficient computers. Yeah, but no. To be That's to, to be fair, yeah, I I think the spice is the one thing in the movie that they do explain. Like they tell you exactly yeah, what it's for. They tell you why people want it. They tell you what it means yeah. to both sides. That the spice is a, they explain the spice very much. So mm. <laughs> like it's not like they're like yeah, there's this I'm thing spice. Who knows? Conf- still a little bit confused of why the emperor like took out that army and put the other army in it, oh except he wanted that second army to fail wasn't it he wanted the house to collapse or something yeah he was he was in cahoots with the harkonnens to destroy yeah, house atreides yeah. essentially his reasoning we don't know yet that that part is yes. not he does not he both the emperor and his daughter who are larger are characters in the books don't appear yeah. in part one of dune they probably might in part two i think his daughter definitely will i think what's it look so i have, i've only read the first half of the book so far what's the deal with that spider creature at one stage and she says oh the spider thing can't understand us go back to your room or something and it gets us, get us off oh she uses the voice on it yeah yeah what is that thing <laughs> it's a spider thing from space that eats okay. I don't know. I can't remember. I have no okay, idea. Cool. I don't remember a spider thing in the book. Anyway, we talked. <laughs> we did Dune. There you go. This I told you this episode might run long, and now we must unfortunately <laughs> move toward the the other thing that we the other ugh, the the yeah. Avatar: The Last Airbender live action just, movie. Just just the Last hey. Airbender. It's not called Avatar. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Straight off the bat, it's just called The Last Airbender. They took Avatar, they purposefully took Avatar out of the title because James Cameron's Avatar came out the like the year before and they didn't want people to be confused. So just The Last Airbender, which is based on Avatar The Last Airbender, who I think both me and Dan have said before in the podcast were huge fans of, um, the TV show and any yeah. sort of related media and sequels and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, so th- like, okay, right, let's... Oof. Uh, the Last Airbender is directed by. It was released in two thousand and ten. Um, interestingly, we were doing our leaving cert in two thousand and ten. Do you remember this coming out? Because I don't think I. Yeah. I vaguely remember hearing in school that they were making a movie of it, but I don't remember like releasing or like I don't remember seeing just, it in school. Honestly, and, and you know what I remember most? I just remember a lot of blue tinted scenes from the movie. Or like I That's remember, I remember it was a like a per a constant feature of like DVD shelf like special offers in HMV for like five years afterwards. You I will say I didn't watch. I hadn't euro. watched Avatar at that stage. Like I've watched a few ah, bits and pieces on TV. Yes. Okay. Um, I only started watching Avatar properly like five years later. Maybe I watched it all in one go. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. See, I watched the, I watched yeah. the cartoon when it was on TV. Uh, for yeah. the most part, uh, I think I like because it was on Nickelodeon, and I I was kind of in and out for a while. Um, but like loved it, and then I like one of my first purchases as an adult was the DVD box set of Avatar, 
The Last Airbender, yeah. I bought all three books in a fancy case and everything. Um, yeah. The movie yeah, covers book one as well, by the way. The, the movie, yeah, essentially covers book one. Uh, it's directed by M. Night Shyamalan, uh, who we know from a bunch of shit, you know, Signs, uh, Signs, um, Signs, The Sixth Sense, um, The Village, more recently uh, Split, and uh, less recently Unbreakable, and then more recently again the sequel to those two movies, Glass or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah. A um, lot of movies he had like. Like, Signs in the Sixth Sense, everybody adored, like, early in his career. And it was like, holy shit, this man's the best director ever. And then yeah. he made this, and his career went to shit. And more recently, he's kind of pulled it back a little bit, because people thought uh, Split was very good. Um, yeah, he, I, I, whatever, he directed this. Um, it stars Noah Ringer as Ong. Who, who retired from acting straight after. No, he's been, he's been in, like, one other thing, I think. Uh, Nicola yeah. Nicola Peltz as Katara, Jackson Rathbone as Soka, Dev Patel as Prince Zuko, Sean Tube as Uncle Iro, Asif Mandvi as Commander Zhao, Cliff Curtis as Firelord Ozai. So I mean, the, yeah. you know, there's others. The Seychelles uh, Gabriel as Princess Yue. Um, I mean, I, I have yeah. uh, I've intentionally used the movie pronunciations of those characters' names and not the show's actual pronunciations because it makes me less mad that I if I enough, it's, Hero was probably also the better character in this movie. <laughs> it's it's hard to fuck up that you know it's hard to make a mess of Iro in general. But this, yeah. so The Last Airbender, um, just very, very quickly, had like a production budget of $150 million coupled with a marketing budget of $130 million. I think it made about 400-odd million worldwide. So, so it, it made a little bit of money, but not a lot. And most yeah. of that was just like, oh my God, they made a movie of Avatar. Let's fucking go. This was like before, it, it was kind of the same era as like Dragon Ball Evolution and stuff where they were like trying to adapt things and it just didn't. Oh, that's a like, question. Which one's worse? Like Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief, that adaptation came out around this yeah, time as well. It was like which one's worse? Dragon Ball Evolution or this? Yeah, I think, I think this, Dragon Ball Evolution. I think this is worse. I think Dragon Ball Evolution's worse. I don't it's know. Way, Dragon Ball Evolution does even try. Dragon Ball <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution is so so divorced from Dragon Ball. That I can almost look at it as its own, like that. This is just a really crappy Z-list shit movie. Um, but yes, so those are the, those are the basics. All right, that's the Last Airbender. Let's talk about it a little bit. Let's do what the hell is going on? Top of the morning. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Uh, thanks, uh, Dame Judy Dench, for popping in again. Oh God, the last Airbender. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, like we said, this came out in 2010, and I, th I think it was definitely during a time when studios were. I think it was the height of like Harry Potterness, and definitely yeah. studios were looking for the next Harry Potter. So you had like they tried Dragon Ball, they tried Percy Jackson, they tried Aragon came out around this time. They had, and then the last Airbender. So they were trying to find every studio wanted their Harry Potter. They were like. Give me, find a thing that children adore and turn it into a big movie. 
and M Night Shyamalan was probably direct flavor of the those couple of years. He w- he was like a big name director, but he wasn't like so well established that they couldn't get him to do it kind of thing. He had never seen the show. Oh but, wow! Um, really? un- until I think he had he had seen it, but like he was I don't know. It's it's a weird story. Some some sources I think say he hadn't seen it until he started making the movies. Others he's on record as saying he loved it. He was a bit his daughter. He watched it with his kids. Yeah, yeah. He, like his daughter. He he started watching it because his daughter wanted to dress as Katara for Halloween, and he was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? What's Katara?" So he watched the show, so he knew what her, she was talking about and loved it. Um, and he like. It was like a passion project for him and he wanted to make it for his kids and he wanted to do it justice and blah, 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 blah. All things that if he really felt he failed miserably at. <laughs> the odd thing is, though, the odd thing is, though, like the creators were backing him as well. Yeah, so this is the uh, Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Knitzko, the original creators and showrunners, etc., of Avatar The Last Airbender. Um, they initially... I think their quote, if you'll allow me to read it, um, basically they said in, in interviews a couple of years after the movie came out that initially Nickelodeon were like, yo, we're turning this into a film. And they went, no, don't do that. We don't want that to happen. They were against it. Um, and then Nickelodeon were like, nah, we're making it. It's happening. And they were like, okay, well, if it's definitely happening, let us do it. We will make it for you because it's our thing. Let us make the movie. And then they were like, nah, we're going to let M. Night Shyamalan do it. And they kind of went, well, it's happening. We might as well try and make it decent. And apparently, according to them, they spent like a long time in pre-production sending notes back and forward and like looking at concepts and telling the director and the team like, this is dumb. That's not how you say that. You should change this. You shouldn't put this in the movie. You need to take that out. That's stupid. Why does he look like that? This not how this, you know, a lot of shit like that. And they were completely ignored. Is he white? Yeah, basically. They were like, (laughs) what are you, they spent a long time going, what is happening over there? Why are you doing this? And they were just ignored completely. So they just went, all right, fuck. No, I guess not. And they've kind of just washed their hands of it. As have most of anybody who was in it, to be quite honest. Dev Patel, (laughs) who everybody knows now, is Dev Patel is like, name all right at the time at this time um this was i think this came out just after slumdog millionaire which was the movie that kind of like broke dev patel or whatever so he um he had to audition for this and he was second choice to play prince zuko um somebody else got cast and then he couldn't do it so they got dev patel in um he he has gone on afterwards to say that like watching himself in this doesn't feel real like he's he's been like i went from like doing like he says now that he doesn't do he doesn't like to do movies with like big massive blockbuster budgets because of his experience on the last airbender because he hated every second of it he won't he like hates seeing himself in it he said it doesn't look real he said i can't believe that exists I acted like that kind of thing. Um, and he, he like actually tried as well as the thing. The stories that um, he, Dev Patel, like watched the show multiple times, both yeah. before and during filming. Like every time there was a break in filming, he would rush off and like throw on an episode so he could get Zuko right. And then it just didn't. They just were like, nah, don't do it. No, just do some other thing. Um, so yeah, everybody, everybody who's in it is like, nah, this is terrible. I can't believe this happened. 
even, but M. Night Shyamalan came out like after he finished it and quotedly said, this is the best movie I've ever made. So, um, good job, I guess, (laughs) Mr. Mr. M. Night Night Shyamalan. (laughs) Good man. Fair play to you. Yeah, well Um, well done, my guy. Fair play to you. It's, yeah. uh, so the the gist of it for I suppose for yeah well question because I've never seen her anything else uh, is Nicola Peltz a good actress no okay good the, yeah. do you know what she's in <laughs> do you know what the other thing she's in is is um the the first the first um Transformers the the um oh she is not the first Transformers the first one with your man in it. No, 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 no. The actor that replaced oh, Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, yes. The yes. first Mark Wahlberg Transformer, she plays his daughter, which is the famous in my scene, in my head, that that's the Transformers movie that has the guy pull out a card out of his wallet and explain to Mark Wahlberg why it's not illegal for him to have sex with his underage daughter. She's the underage daughter. Oh, yes. Was it the Romeo and the Juliet? Romeo and Juliet act. act clause or whatever, yeah. <laughs> That's she's she's the daughter I think in that movie. <laughs> oh, so, um, no, I don't think the I think the answer to that is no. She's not a good actress. Yeah, she's, she's, she's definitely not in this mm, anyway. She's terrible. No. Nobody's good in this. I mean, There's, it's so weird. Yeah, I mean, no, no. Look, I think. Um, okay, so I didn't hate uh, uh, Sean Tobe. As Uncle Iro, didn't hate him. It wasn't a bad performance. It just wasn't Iro, okay. And I quite liked uh, Commander Zhao. That's it. I yeah. I I don't know. I I didn't. I didn't quite like Iro. I was like, nah. I'm just not feeling it with this guy. There's something not. It's just like you. Um, Zhao was fine, I guess. Yeah, because Commander Zhao is not like he's that kind of fucking idiot who thinks he's incredible in the show anyway so it wasn't that far of a departure from what's in the movie but the whole thing even when if it's it's a scene and it's just i don't know what the story was like they introduced him walking down a hallway (laughs) <laughs> it's like, oh, dude, how yeah. are you? Oh, yeah, I'm glad. That's basically how they introduced him. It's like, he didn't what the hell? He, he used to walk down the fucking hallway. He didn't seem like a bad guy. <laughs> he was just no. chilling. It's like, oh, yeah, there he is, the fire lord. He was constantly asking about his son. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was the thing. He was around? You get the impression in the movie that Ozai has, like, he sent Zuko on this quest to, like, help him, to make prove him a man, himself, to yeah. prove himself and, Which like, make him worthy. And so, no, he's a fucking... He, like, disfigures and banishes him in the show and, like, constantly treats him yeah. like shit. And it's like, where did you get this from in the source material, M. Night Shyamalan? Um, oh, God. Uh, I, we, we talked about it briefly beforehand. Um, but, God, everything is bad in this. Like, $150 million budget... And it looks like shit. Like the it looks. Can we talk about the? Can we talk about the white elephant in the room? You mean Appa? We can. Yeah. No, Go I for don't it. mean Appa. <laughs> I mean three main characters. Yeah, they're very. They're um, <clears throat> they're very white. Very white. Not even like you know there could be something else mixed into there. It's just very white people. Yeah, and it was a big. Uh, 
there was a big controversy around about that when the movie was released and a lots of different groups boycotted the movie and protested against it and said it's it's ridiculous. I think M Night Shyamalan it's it's odd to me because M Night Shyamalan is of Indian descent. I could be I mean he's you know, not not yeah. specifically Indian but that that region of the world and he was like yeah, one of the greatest sections of all of humanity. Yeah. Just like that region. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're the bad guys. <laughs> it's just so. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah. subcontinent of India. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. I wish I didn't, but I do. Okay. Like I watched the movie again today, and. Like I, I don't like drumming the beat of like oh like bad casting and racial issues and that kind of stuff. But it's really hard to get past it because like the TV show does did such a big thing really by making sure that there's basically like very few white people in Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's especially for something that's made in the West. It's kind of refreshing to see that. So when they made this movie and they kind of threw that aside it's just it's odd because even like we was talking about like like obviously you know it's still a lot of the background cast um is asian but like that was saying like the south um southern water tribe like you know um soccer guitar and their grandmother are all white people like, and they're the main characters of this village. You don't really get to see many of the background characters. But the background characters are a weird mixed match of Native um, American people um, and, like, one or two white people. So, like, there there is still, like, appropriate casting going on, except for, like, main characters and talking roles where they chose to do white people instead. Yeah, you know? they chose even that. Even with, like, Master Paku. But, like, even Master Paku. Like in the Northern Water Tribe, yeah. Like the, the the teacher, like they just ran. It just looked so out of place. Just like this random white dude with curly hair <laughs> teaching them. And if you like watch nice the cartoon, that's not like yeah. Like no, I'm trying I'm to think not. here. Are are there any? Are there white? Is there a white person in the cartoon? Um, I think when we go to the Earth Nation, I think some people are white. Maybe I don't know. It's Master. Is Master Piando? Kinda, I guess. I don't know. Does it? Yeah, we're getting. Wait, yeah, you know, I look. Yeah, um, the whole thing me here. is just incredibly bad decision after incredibly worse decision. It makes no sense. Any of the choices that they made in making this and putting it together make no sense. And part of it is is all it like it's only like an hour and a half long as well. And apparently, uh, the initial script. You are hating it. Choreography, like fighting choreography. Yes, yeah, terrible. It's so slow and tedious. Yeah, because it was it was like completely like the only way they could animate in the the bending was. To make it that way, they had to add the bending was yeah. obviously it was added afterwards. They didn't really bend elements, but ILM did it afterwards, and it was the only way they could make it work. They had to block everything out like slowly and methodically, and like 
purposefully to have yeah. to make the fire look like that. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I mean, look, this movie has kind of been torn apart by many, many people. Um, I'm not sure if we thought we'd discover <laughs> about this movie that hasn't been spoken a lot. Honestly, just as a fan, it was really sad watching the movie again. And honestly, I think it's just cursed with the whole idea of having live action now with this movie. Like, I'm not looking forward to the live action TV show, which is across the horizon now. I was. Um, I was because the original creators were making it, and now they have left because of creative differences or whatever, which is mm. sounds to me almost exactly what happened with this one. Sounds like yeah. it's going to be the same shit again, that they're not, ha- they're not happy with it. Now, some of the cast, the casting for the new Netflix thing, it's hard to tell, really, whether or not they'll be good to their kids. Like, so th- at least the best I can say is they are their c- the casting is age. They've aged them correctly. They are children, uh-huh. um. So that's already a, a plus that this on this movie. <laughs> to be honest, Noah yeah. Ringer, Noah Ringer, who plays the main character in this movie, had never acted before in his life. Yeah, he uh, got and he. And he didn't do it in this movie either. No, he didn't. He got the part. He was just like, he was. In, he did martial arts and his classmates were like, hey, you kind of look like Aang. You should audition. And his like jujitsu instructor recorded him doing martial arts with Aang's tattoo painted yeah. on his forehead, sent it to Nickelodeon and Nickelodeon went, he's the guy. There he is. There's the kid. And they like <laughs> made him go to acting lessons beforehand and stuff, and oh. it, it didn't pay off. He did, he, oh. did, he, he doesn't. I mean, he sort of vaguely looks like Ang, I guess, because he's, he's bald and he's really small. But like, it's, yeah. lot, <laughs> it's so uh, you no, don't, and you don't like the tattoos. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, make they make more sense, I guess, in that kind of they're, world. Yeah, like they're. They're the one thing in this movie that I, I'm like, I, do, I mean, I don't necessarily like them, but I look at the, what they did with the, the airbending tattoos and I'm kind of like, you know, like, you know, I don't think it necessarily works, but I can see what they were doing. I get, like, that's I'd one, that like, thing. If they actually just did the blue stripe thing in live action, it might look a bit dumb. Yeah, probably would. I mean, this doesn't look yeah. great either, but it's it's at least a choice that I can I can understand why they decided to go a different direction to... The cartoon, like most of the rest of it, I don't get. Uh, well, that's what I was saying. Yeah. So the script, the f- the, f- the first draft of the script for this was um, the movie would have been seven and a half hours long, because it it they had literally every single episode of the first book uh, of the TV show. Everything was in it. The whole ev- yeah. every single bit of it was in the script. And they handed it to M Night Shyamalan. And they said, "Make this into a like a movie, like a single movie." And he, he apparently has this thing where he thinks that all movies should be 90 minutes long and that's it. That's the runtime for a movie. They don't get longer, they don't get shorter, whatever. They're 90 minutes. So he just fucking ripped it to shit. And at the all of the scenes of, like, Katara talking over the, the movie, telling you what's been happening, and, like, they do time skips and they're like, 
Sokka, Sokka and Princess Yue are in a relationship now. And it's just like, yeah. all of that was done afterwards because they, they cut so much shit out that the movie didn't fucking make sense anymore. Honestly, you know what it felt like? <laughs> it felt like a catch-up at the beginning of the episode that was this, just very long. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. were just like, yeah, okay, this we've cut seven and a half hours into an hour and a half and it doesn't really make sense now. We've cut way too much out. Um, you know what I like? It was like, um, Ang is having trouble bending water. And then they just go to having no trouble no trouble yeah th- that's the thing as well there's like a disconnect between what Katara is saying and what's what's happening and fucking yeah. Aang didn't have trouble bending water yeah you idiots Katara did at the start she was super jealous that Aang was really good at it he was like yo yeah, yeah I'm master there was also was some mythos they added which <laughs> made less sense cause wasn't the didn't they find like Aang's like previous self statues in the air temple in the yeah, in the northern the northern air temple. So first of all, yeah. the southern air temple is just in a desert or something. It's just in a little forest. It's not in a mountain. It's just yeah. on a, it's just a little temple in a forest. And then the northern yeah. air temple is basically the fire sage temple that they visit. They kind of like mix yeah. them together, and there's just some random old guy there who's like, "Oh, you're the avatar. Wow!" And whatever. It's like, look, that's that's your past self. There's Roku, and Ang has a moment. Um, the I w- there was actually no. Do you know what? There's one more thing. There's one more ch- thing that they changed that I'm kind of okay with. And that's the final, the final fight in the Southern Water Tribe, the capital of the Northern. You whatever, are, one you of didn't care for the giant. I don't. Ca- uh, glowy I white don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I don't care for the giant glowy monster at the end of the first book. I don't care for it. I'm, I'm kind well, of okay. If you love that, let me tell you about Cora <laughs> season two. Yeah, I, I'm I'm okay with the fact that the movie is just like, what if he just enters the Avatar state and is really good at it? Like, it's, I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was fine. There's a positive for for the the movie. Oh God! Do you know we have to pick a, a Jay's moment next? Oh God! Okay, right. All right. Let me think. Here we go. <laughs> Jesus moment. You're not allowed to say the whole thing. Let's go. <laughs> um. Did you know uh, soccer used to be comedic? What? Did so- you know soccer? Maybe yeah. Not soccer. Soka, no. Who the fuck is Soka? <laughs> he, um, the actor who plays Jackson Rathbone, who plays Soka in this, uh, um, originally auditioned to play Zuko, and then they were like, "No, whatever. thanks for that either." <laughs> I'm going to I'm going okay, He's terrible. Think, he you won. Come up with your moment first, because I can't think of an idea. He, they the gave the Razzie. That, by the way, this movie won five uh, Razzies that year. It was yeah. nominated for joint most nominations that year with the Twilight Saga Eclipse um, won like five of them won like worst picture and worst everything they gave Jackson Rathbone um, worst actor because he was in both Twilight and Avatar The Last Airbender that year so they were like have it for both and they did an honorary uh, worst use of 3D they made up an award to give it to Avatar mm because they forced this movie into being a 3D release, which was also a thing at the time because of, of the other Avatar, James Cameron's one. I'll tell you what is a Jesus moment. Um, 
you know how when they travel like across the world to go to these different villages, and they say, "Oh, we we can get to this other tribe by flying with Appa, and on the way yeah, yeah, yeah. we can go to all these villages." I uh, guarantee you that was all the same village prop, and they just filled it from different angles. Yeah, probably. That's what I felt like probably yeah. Um, there's a whole bunch of like weird shit that they changed that doesn't make sense the biggest one i think is the the fire nation prison that so in the show the fire nation prison where they're holding all the earthbenders is a giant metal raft in the middle of the ocean yeah it's a prison made to hold earthbenders because they can't put them anywhere else because at this point yeah toff hadn't discovered how to metal bend. uh yeah. makes sense throw it stick them in a big tin can in the ocean they can't do anything um yeah in the movie they're on they're, land. They're on land. Just, they're just standing you know the best part was on the is ground. Ang even gives out to them, your earthbenders, the ground underneath your feet is mm. part of you. Yeah. Like, he makes a good point he's, now. I mean, he's, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you should listen to him. <laughs> yeah. And then we see that it takes like seven of them to lift a pebble. And you're like, oh, well, maybe... Well, maybe, it only takes yeah. one of them to lift a giant yeah. wall of stone. Well, well, maybe, the, okay, maybe the real earthbenders are on a raft in the ocean. These guys are just fucking the dregs that are left. That pose no threat. You know you know what? You know, I get it, though. I, I know this was part of the like cartoon as well, but when Aang gets tested by Iro, and, like, you know, the fire burns brighter and the water turns into circles... I'm going to be honest with you. The stone one got me a bit because it just turns onto its sides and points up. And I just feel like, so like if Ang just stands around places do all the stones just like turn up and point upwards wherever he walks. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, no, no, I'm, anyway, I'm just going to say yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I tell you, uh, Jay's moment for me was learning that um, a one certain Mr. Zach Efron auditioned for the part of Soka and was offered the part and uh, couldn't do it because he was uh, scheduling conflicts. He couldn't find time to shoot. So Zac Efron was almost Soka. Oh, God. Think he would have done I mean, a better job than Mr. I mean, Rathbone. I mean, there was no room to do a good job. Even if you're a good actor, there wasn't anything you could do. Because no, you were flying so much across Terrible plots. Yeah. 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 Suki no was in this. Suki, they, they cast an actress to play Suki and she was in the movie and they cut her out of it because M. Night Shyamalan said uh, having the Suki and Sokka thing takes away the importance of Aang's story and people will focus on that too much, apparently. That's what he thought. So they cut Suki out of it. There's, there's, like, two, there's like two stills floating around the internet of the Kyoshi Warriors. Guess what? They don't wear makeup. You mean the the main aspect? Yeah, you mean the yeah. I mean the most predominant feature of the Kyoshi Warriors. <laughs> they don't do that. They just have like green geisha dresses on, and they're I just, just like chilling. to match when the old man just um describes the um uh, statue to Ang says, "Oh, this is your previous two lifetimes ago incarnation." She didn't wear makeup, as you can tell from this <laughs> really lifelike statue she's not wearing makeup, okay, shut the fuck up <laughs> oh, I still don't wear makeup <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a weird, there's a lot of weird shit like that, fuck me, I don't know do you want to do final thoughts, do you want to wrap this up do you want to see if we can come up yeah, with anything yeah. to say, alright, let's, let's go yeah
Yes, Mr. Frodo. It's over now. <sighs> it's over now, Dan. Thank it's God over Sam. now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I appreciate I, you it. know what, man? We should just we should just skip fucking airbenders. Continue talking about June for a while. I think we had fucking energy in our. We look. I still have energy. I like to. I like talking about bad shit. The thing about the last airbender for me is that up until attempting, I'm saying attempting because I I did try to watch it again this time, and what ended up happening was I watched like the first twenty minutes, and then I kind of like skipped through a lot of it just kind of jumped through the movies and just skip ahead and go, what's happening in this scene? Oh, this is so fucking stupid. This is terrible. And I skip again and go, wait, what? This is so... Uh, this okay. is. And <laughs> and if we're all telling truth here, if we're all telling truth here, I did watch like the first half and then I think I went for a nap for about a half an hour while playing it and then woke up and watched the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's not hard. I think I had convinced myself I, I think the course of the last 11 years since this came out and since I saw it, I had managed to convince myself that it wasn't that bad. Like, it I had, in my, my brain had turned it into mm -hmm. one of those um, so bad it's fun to watch kind of movies. And it is not it's that. Not. It is not no, that not. at all. It's Do you know what you know I call this movie? Deflating. <clears throat> it just deflates you. It's just like... <laughs> God. Yeah, it's just so hard to watch. It's the most expensive movie Nickelodeon have ever made. Now, granted, well, the other movies they've made are just are like the Rugrats movie and you know the Hey Arnold, the Hey Arnold movie and three SpongeBob movies, that kind of stuff. It's not like they. Yeah. It's not like the they've first got a one string of, hits, of those SpongeBob movies is really good. I haven't seen. I'm not I a SpongeBob, like SpongeBob kind movie. of fan. Uh, Not me yeah. either, but the first movie's good. They spent a shit ton of money on this thing. I'm surprised. That I if this if this I feel like this move and it was gonna be a trilogy, bro. They they had mapped out. They had mapped out a trilogy. Emlyn Shamalan had Could planned doing like movie two, book two, movie three, book three. That's why Azula turns uh, up at the end, which I had totally forgotten. She shows up um, near to the as well when we have a flashback for the I, Ajikai or whatever it's called I, I had there I'd, smiling when um, her brother gets mutilated yeah that's 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 nail on the head Azula I had completely yeah. erased that from my brain I had no memory of what Azula looked like in this movie I f forgot she was even in it and then there she was and I was like oh wow they even like ended this with a there's gonna be another one <laughs> kind of thing like, <laughs> oh, here's a weird one. Here's a weird one. They changed the rules on firebending. They, yes. they made a point yeah, that yeah. Um, you can totally... only firebend if you have a source of fire near you. Like, yeah. And um, the only person who can do, like, you can do it when the comet is there. And Iroh, who's just, you know. Yeah, because he, he's the dragon of the West or whatever. Yeah, yeah I had forgotten about that big scene where there, he starts spewing fire out of his arms and all the other firebenders are like, he's making his own fire! Uh, and run away screaming like they can't just... And I was like, <laughs> what? Was like, you, huh? you could all do... That's what? not a rule. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just you need to drink just, more like, tea. Do you think Shyamalan just watched the first episode where it showed them fight using the torches on the boat and went, oh, that's how firebending works. Okay, cool. Yeah, I definitely don't think he watched M. Night Shyamalan watched the whole thing. I, I honestly think 
he had seen a bit of it, so he knew for his daughter. And then they handed him a seven and a half hour long script, and he kind of read through it and went, "This is nonsense." <laughs> Just fucking. you know the worst thing is we didn't even see Katara fucking hand his ass in, like at the end. No, Katara in this, they very much like went for the damsel, the like the like whiny. Emotional. kind of emotional aspect of Katara and forgot yeah. the part where she's fucking amazing. <laughs> like the, yeah, like Katara's, <laughs> like Katara yeah. might actually be my, one of my, they, they just, not, they one just, of my favorite, yeah. my favorite characters. She, they just left out the whole part where she's like a generationally talented waterbender and a really powerful character and they were like, nah, she just, she just whines and she can't do much and people have to save her and her brother's 29 and that kind of Isn't like in the cartoon when like Ang gets like kidnapped, and she just goes like Sokka, we need to help him, and he's like, no, it's like, well, I'll go myself, and she just leaves, and then you know Sokka follows her. Whereas in this movie, she's just like in tears. Come on, what we would him. He's our responsibility. That's not what she is. She's fucking badass <laughs> she is that but she's also badass <laughs> but yeah but, but she's not like she doesn't no i'm kidding i mean it's a joke in the show that she's like yeah 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 oh god like the, i don't know play. i mean i guess to to uh to to wrap up to summate this episode doing good the last airbender bad here's the thing remember that theater thing they had as a catch-up in season three yes in the fire nation Yes. Yeah, that was a fair um, telling of uh, Avatar than the movie was. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's yeah. more accurate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the Ember Island players did a much better job <laughs> of yeah. of bastardizing the story of Avatar Aang than The Last Airbender did. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. Yeah, anyway, you're doing, doing movie good. good. No, it's bad. Don't rewatch it. Don't bother. No, nah, don't bother. Just, just watch the cartoon. Yeah, like watch that Simple. cartoon and budget. Like watch this for seven hours. <laughs> you, know? you, you, yeah. Just, just repeatedly watch the cartoon like I do. You'll be fine. Yeah. Just like once That's a year, just go. Yeah, I'm gonna watch all of Avatar right now. Might do it. Yeah. I think I'm due. Might do it again. Yeah. It's coming up. I, I, I'm just finished recently. With Korra watch Cora again recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I watched Avatar before though. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Dune really good. The Last Airbender really bad. Yeah. Opposite ends of the spectrum this week. A roller coaster for There's someone listening to this who feels opposite. There's Lord probably Lord. one person out there, and I yeah. think their name is Adolf Hitler. Not uh, to be uh, mistaken for Adolf Hitler, the genocidal maniac. No, 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 no. Your man, he's from, he no. lives He lives down the road there. He keeps sending us messages on Facebook. Very annoying. <laughs> yeah, very strange messages. <laughs> uh, I saw a, a final point before we wrap it up. I was doing research for this episode yesterday. And when I googled Dune, the top news story was something about how Dune is a, it was so, the title of the article I couldn't read it because they were like, oh, I see you have ad blocker on. You better turn that off. And I was like, no, I don't know what this website is. But the title of the article was, uh, Dune may be fascist, but the right wing love it. Do they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, 
Hold on, I, I, I want to get an article. <laughs> try, try and make that make sense in your head. I, I tried. Even it's though it's fascist. <laughs> oh, God. Good yeah, stuff. I, I need to find something. I think it's in um, here. Headline by the Financial Times. Stop intellectualizing pop culture. The response to Dune shows an over-educated society reading profoundly into mere entertainment. Mainstream um, things shouldn't uh, be sophisticated and interesting. That's what I was saying. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I agree. You know what? I've changed my whole opinion based on that one headline article, as is the right of my generation. Okay? <laughs> I don't need no Twitter. I don't want to read the article before I quote tweet angrily about it. All right? Stop asking me that question. Leave me alone. <laughs> it's my right to be passioned, impassioned about a, a headline. Okay? Fucking. No, I'm joking. That article is dumb. It's very dumb. Hey, what are we doing next? I don't know. What are we doing next? Oh, you don't know? Oh, I thought you'd be excited. No. Uh, we're doing Star oh, Trek, Dan. Star Trek! Yeah. <laughs> Which means we have to watch five episodes in the next week and a movie. Yeah, I'm gonna jump off a building. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, we're oh, doing yeah, no. we're doing Star Trek First Contact and Dan has put together a list of um, essential episodes of Star Trek I should watch before I watch First Contact. So I'm gonna watch like just those what are five? Is it five episodes? Four or five. Four or five. five. I'm just gonna watch those four or five without any other like I'm not gonna like start with those five and then branch up. Just gonna watch five episodes and then watch the movie and see how we get on. Uh, yeah. My first non Abrams Star Trek movie. Um my first real Star Trek, I guess, aside from like a few episodes of the first season of the Patrick Stewart yeah. one. Um so yeah, that should be fun. Um, that will be in two weeks' time, hopefully. Yeah. I'm I'm after the last after our recent upload schedule. I've I I feel like I don't want to put a, an actual date on when we're going to release an episode. Oh no, we'll be we'll be back in two. Weeks. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks after I've seen Star Wars. Um, until then, it's Star been Wars. fun. Star Trek. Sorry, Jesus. <laughs> We're back in two weeks, and I, we both need to go to sleep. We're back in two weeks. Dan is. We're gonna turn up. Dan will have watched Star Trek, and I will have accidentally watched Star Wars. <laughs> we're just gonna talk about it. <laughs> the eight-year-old nerd argument: Wars versus Trek. Um, yes. Yeah, but it's been fun. It's been. It's good. It's. I'm glad to be back. Um, glad we got another episode sorted. We look forward to hearing from you all. What did you all think of Dune? Did you like it? Did you find it confusing? Do you think it's too smart? Yes. What did you Should, think of uh, The Last you, Airbender? <laughs> yeah, what did, did you think of The Last Airbender? Did you like it? Did you find it confusing? Do you There's think it's too paths, dumb? <laughs> two paths in the woods. We as a society go down the Dune one or we go down the Avatar yeah. one. There are two wolves inside each of us. One is Dune, the other is The Last Airbender. You must never feed The Last Airbender. <laughs> Uh, okay thank you as always for listening we'll pop this episode up on the usual channels across facebook and youtube and spotify and all the rest we appreciate if you could share send us to a friend be like yo check out these idiots and get people to listen to us um uh, we have a supporter feature if anyone wants to support the podcast they can do so it will be linked 
Adobe um, prices have gone up, so that'd be very much appreciated. Yes, Thank it you. will be linked under the episode, as always. And uh, we love you all, and we will see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>